She says, since mid-December, I've been 99% gluten-free, dairy-free, caffeine-free, and very low sugar. I got off birth control. I do yoga, walking, and slow-weighted workouts. I practice Tallinn's plate method, drink spearmint tea, and a variety of supplements from turmeric, fish oil, CoQ10, vitamin D, leptin control, and ovacetol. Amazing. Within the first couple of weeks, my body started changing. It was wild. As soon as I stopped the hit, the gluten and dairy, my body was shifting. This is amazing. I lo- look at all of the things. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. If you wanna put them on and take control of yourself, join a sister and a mister. Boy, do we have news for you. Do we have a story to tell? So if if y'all been following since December, um, with the launch of the app, <laughs> I had like a crazy stomach issue. And like we were thinking it was stress related because when we launched the app in December it had like you know like, like any app has there was like bugs and it was out of our control like we're not developers so it was very stressful because we were seeing that people were having issues and we were, it was stressing us out because we didn't want people to feel in any like in, in any bad way because we worked so hard all year all year yeah, to build this app yeah literally all year to build the app invested a lot of money into it to create the app so it was just like a very stressful time. So I, I started having stomach issues for two, three months. I lost 15 to like 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. It was kind of scary too at the same time because I don't know what was happening. My appetite was gone. It was like kind of like um, uh, chronic where like it would get better for a little bit and then it would go away like almost completely. And then just come back like with fierceness, you know, yeah, like, pretty terrible. We thought I had gastritis. Yes. And in the meantime, he had no appetite. Yeah. And all of these meals I was slaving over, he was like unable to eat or just didn't feel like it or just like nauseated by it. And I was like, oh, my food it was just terrible for me, too. OK, yeah. <laughs> I do feel I do feel for your time because there was like so many times where Tallinn spent a lot of time, made these amazing foods, and then I wanted to eat it, and then I would take one bite and then immediately feel nauseous and not be able to eat the rest. And it was things that I love, like your yeah. turkey club sandwich, mm-hmm. your your legendary classic turkey club sandwich. Yeah, I couldn't eat it. I took one bite and I wanted to throw up, and it wasn't you. I took it so personally. I took it so personal because I thought it was stress. And I was like, oh, like even my food doesn't make him feel good. <laughs> so we, we thought that I had gastritis. I went to a couple of doctors and then I finally did like a stool test, a poop test for this, for the people who don't know what stool test. <laughs> okay, move on. And it was like, it was a really, it was a really disgusting process. I'm not going to lie because it wasn't like one single stool test. It was, I had to do it four days in a row at home, go through my poop. And put it into like a little vial. Oh, Sirak, move on. Okay, <laughs> just tell them what happened in the end. And then so fast forward a week, week and a half, two weeks later, I found that I had Giardia. Giardia, people. Giardia. Giardia. 
Yeah. Turns out you can get it if you put your mouth on a cup that's been contaminated by maybe someone who didn't wash their hands after going to the bathroom. It could happen if you work at a preschool and you're, you know, exposed to like children and their yeah. poop. Like I mean, for those that don't know, Giardia isn't like a, it's a parasite. It's not a serious parasite. It's it's known as traveler's diarrhea. And it's common, like it happens when you travel, but it also happens, like Talian said, in a lot of um, kindergartens yeah. and preschool because kids are, you know, can Babies. be dirty. Yeah, exactly. It can also happen from gardening, which I think that's how I, I think I may have gotten it either. The thing is, you don't know. I could have gotten it from someone who pooped and didn't the wash their hands. doctor said it was not likely, right? The, for the garden? It, yeah. Yeah, because I'd use everything organic. Because like sometimes if you're using like compost or like composted manure, you never know like yeah. from the dust particles. But found that I had Giardia, mm -hmm. which was like a blessing because, you know, like just like with PCOS, right? When you finally get diagnosed, you're like, finally, I know what it is. Maybe like I can start to, you yeah. know, figure something out. So oh, thank God. Yeah. And I took the anti-parasitic medication. And boom, he was back. Seriously. He was back with a vengeance. I'm back right now. I'm eating so you much. You have no idea how relieved. We went to Hermosa Beach and I was literally like spoon feeding him like cookies and ice cream at the end of the night. Like, of course, we ate healthy throughout the day, but I was like, you need calories. I put like yeah. peanut butter on a gluten-free cookie from Sweet Lorenz that I baked and then dairy-free ice cream. And I was like, you need all the calories and i just watched him eat it yeah <laughs> I, was, yeah. It myself. <laughs> I felt so bad no, but fine. yeah i'm just trying to get the i'm trying to pack on the calories and gain the weight back but it was definitely a difficult time thank you Tony, for supporting us and for those who may have noticed like i wasn't as often on instagram stories or yeah as i wasn't like appearing in like as many reels and things like that just because i was going through a lot of health issues and just didn't have the wherewithal to like be always present and like my my go and happy self yeah of course we we still did the podcast but like it's it's harder when like you know every day doing instagram and things like that so mm -hmm. for those who are wondering where i was i was just you was know on the dealing, toilet yeah dealing with giardia yeah exactly that is my giardia story we're back and we're back so I guess, let's, go, let's go back to PCOS. <laughs> Enough about Cenex bowels. I always hate talking about myself on this podcast because I'm just, I just go Why? on and on and on. And I think I everyone know. should know that this is like if you're having gut problems, just take a gut test, a stool test. Yeah. Have it checked and do not suffer for three months and guess what it might or might not be. And just I feel like we spent too long trying to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And it was bad for that many months. Yeah. Every I, day like was bad. Yeah. You know? Because I also found out that I had like an overgrowth of candida and a little bit of overgrowth of Klebsiella, which are like the bad Mold. like um yeah, they're like the bad um uh bacteria in your stomach. So now I'm going through like a protocol, completely all natural protocol to basically remove the bad bacteria and add in the good bacteria. It takes about three months, but it's all you know, at least there's a plan to do something when yeah. you know it, you know? Now we know. Yes. All right. So today we have a really cool episode. We got this amazing email from a sister named Artie Shaw. She emailed us and wrote this like very well written email. That we're literally going to read to you because she wrote it so well. Yeah. And in her email, she breaks down like her PCS journey from the moment she was diagnosed to not knowing what to do to finding us and the steps she took to reverse her PCOS. And we're going to read through it. We're going to break down each paragraph and kind of explain how and why some of these things worked and why some of these situations in her journey did not work. Yeah. So it'll be a great way for people to just kind of 
understand the success of someone's journey and some of the things that didn't work for them and the reasons behind it. It's very relatable. So we really wanted to read this to you and just talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, before then, though, we are uh, going to go to a survey that... What was that, t- uh, is that TV show? And the survey says... Okay, that's what it was, yeah. Uh, is that what Family Feud. Family Feud. Yeah. So uh, we did a survey in the Sisterhood private Facebook group. And the question was, what's your biggest challenge when it comes to managing PCOS? And these were the results. So 9% said dealing with irregular periods. 10% said managing insulin resistance and blood sugar levels. 11% said dealing with mood swings, anxiety, or depression. 13% said coping with issues like facial hair, acne, and hair loss. And the most, 38% by a lot, said losing weight and maintaining it. Yeah, that was the for sure, like the highest percentage of answers was losing weight and maintaining it. Yeah. I mean, I can totally relate to that. I feel like weight loss, whether you're on birth control or not, like it could be very difficult. And there's so many components to it, you yeah. know, like acne, sometimes like supplements or changing your diet a little bit can like improve acne, sometimes creams and stuff like that. But weight loss, multiple components. Yeah. Especially when you like consider how so many women with PCOS, they're told to maybe go on keto or go on the some sort of fusion of yeah, it all. some sort of a medication, a lot of which, you know, aren't sustainable. Like with keto, we hear a lot of stories where people are able to lose maybe like 10, 20 pounds. And then the, the second they stop doing keto, it comes back. So there's all these like um, yeah. things like it's part of the re- part, part of the reason why it's hard to lose weight and maintain it with PCOS. Mm-hmm. The maintain part. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was the result of the survey. So that was kind of a um, some insight that we want to give to everybody from the members in the sisterhood group. But with that said, let's. Let's go ahead and read Artie Shaw's email. Let's read her journey. She's a fellow sister from the sisterhood. She sent the sweetest thank you message and we thought it was just so good that we want to share it. So let me just hop right into it. She says, Talin and Sirak, you have no idea how much you both have changed my life, changed my outlook of how to navigate my health, my body and my lifestyle. When I was a teenager, my mom became concerned with my irregular menstrual cycles. I went to count doctors, midwives, and nurses who have experience in women's health. They all shared the same message, the diagnosis of PCOS. I was given medication to help with my testosterone, estrogen, and prolactin levels. I was put on spironolactone and birth control. I was told that this would help me have regular cycles and that it would help with my hirsutism and acne. I was told that fertility would be a struggle for me and that I may need surgery. I was even told to manage my weight. So sounds like ain't that the truth? Yeah, it sounds like so many people's experiences when they go to the doctor, which is so unfortunate that so many people are told the same thing, just given the medication to help with the testosterone, estrogen, given spironolactone, given birth control, all these different medications just being thrown at you. And then just a little bow on the top. Oh, manage your weight. It's oh, and just lose your weight after that. You know, it's ridiculous. As if you haven't been trying this whole time. You know what really like blows my mind when I hear this from everyone on Instagram, including my own experience. It's that the first line of approach to managing PCOS is diet and lifestyle changes, but by no means when we're diagnosed, do the majority of us even hear of that as an option. We like literally don't even know. It's more like you have this thing, you'll have it forever. It's going to suck. 
So take this pill. Yeah. And then like no one says maybe you could do this or that. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d chiroinositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing, so just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. So uh, she continues on. Um, for years, I took birth control and spironolactone. In college, I waxed my face every other day because my hair growth was so wild. I always knew that my body was just different from other people's bodies. Losing weight for me was just always so challenging no matter how many salads i ate the number of hit workouts i did and such my body was just different yeah i mean you can't compare a woman with pcos to somebody else because the way that we lose weight you know even if we do hit workouts like sometimes it works for some people and sometimes it doesn't work for us and that's really important to keep in mind we're all really individual and waxing your face every other day it's like clearly there's a high testosterone issue here that's triggering it but nobody's able to at this point tell you like what it is and how you can fix it and it's just so frustrating yeah so moving on she says on december 9th i'm one year postpartum my husband and i have decided that it was time to start decreasing my breast milk supply because my son who i successfully created and birthed through the support of several naturopaths midwives and yoga for fertility teacher i went to a lactation consultant who was also a physical physician's assistant who was simply not helpful. I asked her advice on weight loss because at that point I was eating healthy and doing HIIT workouts five days a week for three months and nothing budged. She suggested Ozempic and Metformin and I was pissed. Before deplying? I think before deeply. Yeah. Oh, deeply assessing my behavior, diet, and lifestyle. She recommended pharmaceutical drugs. I want to get down to the root issues, not put a Band-Aid on it. I'm so glad she was pissed about this because it's ridiculous that she didn't even look into or, or this person didn't even look into your diet, lifestyle. For example, looking at your cortisol levels, mm-hmm. doing some sort of lab work, because if she does lab work, then this person can see, oh, you have elevated cortisol levels. You should stop doing HIT. Mm-hmm. Or you have XYZ. Then this, you, you should. insulin resistance. Yeah, try taking these supplements. Try taking inositol. Or try, maybe you need to sleep better. Maybe sleep was a problem. There's so many factors. Like, yeah. why just throw in Ozempic? So many factors. Like, Ozempic should be the last resort resort right that should be the last Tried a bunch of things you simply simply won't work you need something to help kickstart your weight loss yeah and ozempic too like it can work but when it does work it's it works the best when you pair it with lifestyle and and, yeah diet because they say right now we're looking at the research 
um, a lot of people with Ozempic, they're actually losing a lot of bone density. They're losing a lot of muscle tissue. The reason is that Ozempic, it makes your body not want to eat. It's essentially a appetite suppressant. So you're, the only thing it's doing is making you eat less. So when you eat less, your body, the first thing it does, it, it burns your muscles because it doesn't want to eat away your fat because it needs to store that for the future. And your bone density goes down if you're not working out right. Because the thing is, you're not getting the nutrients that your body needs. So now you're losing bone mass, muscle tissue. But if you do it right, if you're still eating right with all the necessary nutrients, if you're doing strength training and all the necessary things, Ozempic then can be a good combination with that. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, I'm sure nobody was explaining no. that to you. Clearly, clearly, clearly not. Clearly not. Yeah. So then she goes on to say, I was venting to my therapist about my experience and I learned that she also has PCOS. She sent me a few resources and through it all, I discovered you and Sirak. I binge listened to your podcast from the beginning and started shifting my lifestyle day by day. Your positivity is infectious. Honestly, I didn't realize the last regular pizza I ate was going to be my last. (laughs) There was no start date that I had planned because I was at a low point. I would have done anything. Wow, that makes me like the. She started from the beginning. Yeah, the podcast. Oh my gosh, I hope you enjoyed the progression. And like, <laughs> in the beginning, we were not, you know. Yeah, we were new. I think I was definitely mumbling more in the beginning, and it got better over time. But I love how she said, you know, like she started shifting her lifestyle day by day, and not all at once. I love that. And of course, listening to this podcast when you listen from the beginning till now you learn all these like little things you know like these things that we talked yeah. about it's hard to like put all those into an instagram reel or a yes. tiktok that's why we love doing this podcast like we've never we haven't stopped since the day we started because this podcast gives us like the platform to just fully explain everything yeah besides what not we, be censored by instagram yeah that too yeah. <laughs> Not that we get censored, but no, like, but you say one thing. He, I I don't cuss on Instagram. Yeah, but like one like time, yeah, one time we made a Pablo Escobar joke, and like we got don't fla- say that. We got flagged. Beep it out. Yeah, I'm scared. Oh my god, I'll never say that again out loud. I swear, I can't believe yeah. you even said it right now. I got PTSD. <laughs> All right, that's amazing. Where was I? She says, since mid-December, I've been 99% gluten-free, dairy-free, caffeine-free, and very low sugar. I got off birth control. I have been drinking protein smoothies for breakfast that have anywhere from 35 to 55 grams of protein in the morning. I use my fitness pal because it helps me count my macros. Since I'm, I've always been a vegetarian, I want to make sure I'm getting enough protein. The goal is around 100 grams a day and balancing my carbs between 110 to 140 grams. I do yoga, walking, 10,000 steps, five days a week. Wow, amazing. Yeah, and slow-weighted workouts. I practice Talian's plate method, drink spearmint tea, and a variety of supplements from turmeric, fish oil, CoQ10, vitamin D, leptin control, and thyroid support complex and ovacetol. Amazing. Within the first couple of weeks, my body started changing. It was wild. As soon as I stopped the hit, the gluten and dairy, my body was shifting. My husband also noticed it and it was so alarming. This is amazing. I lo- look at all of the things. Yeah, but, let's you know, break them down. Let's break them down. So okay. 
She was having protein smoothies that have anywhere from 35 to 55 grams of protein. Can you explain like why that is so helpful? Yeah, I double scoop my protein powder in the morning. I like to set myself up for great blood sugar throughout the day because the morning you're most insulin sensitive. So you really want to make sure you're fueling up your body. You're having things that are going to keep your body stabilized um, and you feel like satisfied and full. So 35 to 55 grams of protein is great. And yeah. Also, counting your macros on my fitness pal is also a smart way to, you know, keep track of what's going on, especially if you're a vegetarian, because that tends to like have the carbs creep up and the protein yeah. not be enough. Mm -hmm. So if you feel comfortable with my fitness pal, not everyone's comfortable with tracking their calories and their carbs and stuff. But if you feel comfortable, that's great. Yeah. And she was also her goal was about 100 grams. Of, oh, sorry. Um, her goal for carbs was about 110 to 140 grams of carbs per day, which is great. Finding a carb tolerance instead of restricting it. That's the perfect way to go. And then she did yoga. Great for relieving stress and the walking 10,000 steps five days a week. That is an amazing number. Mm -hmm. Of course, we, we like. 10,000 is a great goal, but for some people, it can be difficult to get to 10,000 because that does require like, you know, like you have to put time aside to get those 10,000 steps unless you work in like a warehouse. Um, but yeah, that's going to really help with your insulin sensitivity. Mm -hmm. It's going to help with your metabolism, your energy levels. And of course, the slow rate of workouts, great for improving metabolism, keeping stress hormones low and just improving your insulin resistance. Also, I like the supplements. It doesn't sound like she's taking Metabolism Plus, but she's taking everything in Metabolism yeah, Plus. Yeah, yeah. I think turmeric. she would have said if she was taking... But she's literally taking turmeric, fish oil, CoQ10, and vitamin D, vitamin D magnesium, which is in our multivitamin. Um, a thyroid support complex. I love that. Yeah. Because, you know, one of the root issues of PCOS is hypothyroid. 33% mm -hmm. of us have it. So yeah, that's great. Yes. Going gluten and dairy free. Yeah. And she says, as soon as I stopped the hit, the gluten and dairy, my body was shifting. My husband also noticed it and it was alarming. Now, let this be, not for people listening, but I wish this would be get forwarded to anybody who denies what we say about hit and gluten and dairy. She She's saying here, as soon as I stopped the hit, the gluten and dairy, my body was shifting. And then there are people who say you don't have to go gluten and dairy for P or they say it's detrimental to go gluten and dairy for PCOS. What are you talking about? Are you even looking? Jack's going to fall out of his chair. Are you even listening to your audience? Because the second these people say that, their own audience goes against them. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so funny to hear this. And anyway, the comments go wild. They're yeah. like, well, actually, I ate gluten and dairy free and I feel yeah. so good. And then they just like ignore it. Yeah. Delete those comments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's awesome. So happy to hear this. But yeah, let's continue on. Yes. She says, since December, I lost 35 pounds. Okay, sisters, that's right now it's April. So that's December, January, February, March, April. That's wow. five months. That's amazing. She says, I lost 35 pounds, inches off of everywhere. I built lean muscle. I have more energy. My pre-pregnancy and old clothes are slowly starting to fit again. I still have ways to go, but I'm so excited to continue this new lifestyle I have. And I have you both to support me. Oh, that's oh, amazing. I'm so excited. That's why we're you. always in the Facebook group, answering messages, trying to help you every step of the way. So I'm so yes. happy that, to even just hear one word, one word like that. <laughs> She also says, I 
I just sent a message to the lactation consultant, the PA, who I saw in December to use as a resource. To use you. Oh, to use you as a resource when PCOS women come to her for weight loss. Thank you for changing my life, for giving me hope, providing me guidance and being such a positive role models such positive role models there are no words that i can think of that clearly portray the gratitude i have for you both oh my gosh the words i'm gonna cry right there's now. no words i can portray from my gratitude for this message seriously <laughs> when talian read this email out last week to me we were um just sitting around she read this to, she read this out loud we both stopped everything we were doing both just listening to this email as as she's reading it and we're both just like ready to like just be emotionally like <laughs> Artie! Yes! <laughs> We're so happy for you. Yeah. She says, P.S. I don't use Facebook, so I wanted to send this to you via email. It's been a message I've been wanting to send you both for a while. Also, I f look forward to hearing your voices every Monday morning. You both are my care team. Oh, Artie, huh. you're going to be really happy when you hear this episode. You know, <laughs> I hope you see the, the episode come up and you see your name yeah. and everything. So I, I think she emailed me today. Oh, she did? I didn't have a chance to check. Oh, yeah. We sent her Ovacetol and she said thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I think she like sent you the message. Wait, she sent us the message that her doctor sent her back. The PA. Should I read it? No, no, no. That's, that's not really that. That's, I, I don't, I, I don't want to. Okay. Because the doctor's apologizing in the email to her. Oh, okay. And saying how like, you know, just saying like why she did certain things. I, I don't want to. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad she communicated with the doctor and the, and the doctor replied back to her with like. She literally says, my apologies for the miscommunication to, to Artie in, in the first sentence to her email. I don't want to like yeah. call, call out this doctor oh, for well, that that's reason. that's so nice of her nevertheless. Yeah, at least, you know, at least she she took yeah. the the feedback from Artie and was, you know... Receptive. Receptive, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's all you can ask for. This isn't yeah. like an ego game where like one person has to be right and the other has to be wrong. Yeah. It's just like listening to each other, learning yeah you know that's exactly like that's the reason why we don't want to just read this because yeah. we don't want to like put throw a shade at anyone or cause drama i think mm -hmm. it's just it's just good to know for everybody to spread awareness let people who don't know 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 more and then that way the next person like i bet you now this doctor or this pa the next person that comes into their office they, they, they will be a lot more receptive to you know what they will suggest. yeah so yeah that's something that already did by the way like already just now changed the future of all the patients she did that this PA will see. You've changed the future, Artie. Yes. Look at you. I'm so proud. <gasps> it's amazing. One of my is one of our favorite. I mean, I would say my favorite episode. One of our favorite episodes yeah. to, to do because we just like read someone's amazing message, read through their journey, kind of broke it down, and you know got some cool feedback from from ourselves. You yeah. Know? Seriously. But yeah, that was amazing for anyone who like wants to write in either via email or via our Facebook group. Like you're always welcome to write in. We always read every single message and, you know, who knows? Maybe one day we'll make an episode out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Send us messages, sisters. We love it. Yes. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, what are we doing for the rest of the day? Um, I'm going to go on a walk with my mom because we've been in meetings and recording all day yeah and it's we, been six hours yeah we yeah six hours of meetings and all the majority of those meetings were for the app so for anyone who is waiting for more updates there's going to be <gasps> a plethora plethora of updates coming in the next week oh it's gonna be so good like it the app is changing like literally the how the app looks is gonna change completely it's it's going from like i'm trying to think of like a college as a like, what's a normal college 
I don't know. Just give me a normal college. UCI. Okay, it's going. Do people know what UC Irvine is? Yeah. Mm. Okay, it's going to be like Harvard pretty soon. Yeah. Okay, it's like going from UCI to Harvard. That's okay. where we're taking this app. <laughs> this is a terrible analogy. That but was terrible. But you terrible. know what? Terrible. It's about to be so next level, you guys. We're really excited because <sighs> I just don't think people understand how hard we work. <laughs> Sometimes on, yeah, on people ask us, what do you do all day? Because, you know, they see us on Instagram doing a song and dance. And I'm just like, if you knew, literally like racing around the house, like trying to film, record, be in a meeting, talk to our team, like make sure everything's running smoothly. You know, I'm going gray, people. Sirak looks fine. <laughs> you look beautiful. I'm getting Giardia over here. You're what over you here with Giardia. Thought was gastritis. Yeah. Oh my God. It's been months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's enough. We're no babbling. <laughs> All right, sisters. Thank you everybody for listening. Until we love next you. time. Yeah. Until next time. Have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out the sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.